What is up, my friends? Another week, CJ Cup, best field of the season so far. It's going to be uh it's going to be going to be good. We first three weeks we've had some shitty fields, but we finally got some players. We got like upwards of fifteen to twenty of the top thirty players in the world here. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. I'm going to tell you guys now. It's a shorter card this week. I tightened it up a little bit. Last first first three weeks have been uh one with a lot of bombs because they were crap shoots, birdie fest. Not saying this won't be a birdie fest, but the cream rises to the tops in events like these. This is a WGC type type format. Everyone gets four guaranteed rounds unless they withdraw or something. But yeah, it's um it's gonna be fun. I think the winner could come from the top of the board this week. Uh, last few weeks it hasn't. So we're head to uh, the Summit Club, brand new course. Never been here before. It's in Las Vegas. Colin Morikawa, Mav McNeely, both members here. DJ Xander play here. Um, yeah, so we don't know much. Everyone's gonna be on Morikawa. That's not a surprise. Like you probably heard it a thousand times, but yeah, I'm going to go through the uh, betting board. If you need me to uh, break down any golfers, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to comment on YouTube. I can break down a golfer. I can. Uh, I have Rick's permission to use his site to go into the golfer profiles and uh, see what I have to do there. For example, let's look at the first guy on the board. Who's that, Dustin? No, I'm not on Dustin, but let's look. Let's look at Dustin real quick. For example, if you need me to look at any guys, if you have any guys you want me to deep dive pull up all of his information, give you a quick little breakdown. There's an example. I'll go in more in depth if you have any questions. But, yeah, let's get for, right down, right into the betting board. Um, Yeah, DJ, JT, Xander, Colin, Rory, all under 20 on DK. Usually I don't go this low on the betting board. But this week I feel like is a good spot for it. Like I said, all these guys get four guaranteed rounds. Uh, if the winner is in in the tw in the twenty under range, and one of these guys shoots a a day one sixty eight, that might put him off pace if to miss a cut. But if they shoot sixty eight, sixty seven, and the cut's like minus four or five, they would miss the cut if it was a regular event. But if they start a little slow, but everyone's gonna make the cut. Everyone's playing four rounds. They get a rebound. So that's why I like someone from the top of the board here to um, like, again, they have four rounds. They can recover on Saturday or Friday or Sunday, whatever. All right. First bet I placed, which I didn't think I was going to, but I played Xander Shoffley. He's 12 to one here. I got him at 14 to one on draft. I mean, FanDuel, I believe, or maybe a local. Either way, Xander Shoffley is the first guy. He was fourth in my model. He is an elite bent grass putter. And I don't really have to sell you guys on Xander Shoffley. He's a favorite for a reason. Um, also, he plays. He played really well at the few comp courses, specifically Kasuma Gaseki. He won gold at the Olympics. And also a Fazio design. He played lights out, was clearly the best player there. And that's what I'm hearing is one of the – one of the concourses, that and Quail. So, yeah, Xander played awesome there. He's the lead on bent. 
he's top 20 off the tee approach and putting not even on this in this field it's probably like top five ten in this field i'm not talking on the pga tour he's an elite player he's a vegas guy he plays here with morikawa um like i said he won, won the olympics on a comp course not too hard to get the xander the only thing that was hard was the number how i set up my cards as you guys know is i risk five units to return 35 units so if i want to bet someone from up here i had to risk two and a half units that's half of my that's half of my allowance alone on one guy so i have two and a half units to return 35 on xander 14 to one i mean like you get what you get what you're paying for so i'm hoping for a steady finish from Xander. What I was hoping to do originally was him to have a slow round one, drift a little bit in the odds, and I get him live. But I don't want to take that risk. Say he just plays lights out from start to finish, which, I mean, he obviously could do. I'm not saying he's going to. I don't want to miss out on that because I like him to begin with. I'm going to bet him. It is what it is. Maybe I'll miss out on someone else, but it is what it is. I'll uh, move down the card a little bit. Uh, board, I mean, um, Sam Burns is actually first in my model. Not surprisingly, he's probably playing the best golf on the planet right now. Let me round out my model real quick. It was Burns, Victor Hovland, Rory and Xander. Then we got Sung JM, JT. Who's next? JT. Then Adam Scott. Johnny Vegas, Coke Rack, Morikawa, Neiman, Dustin Johnson. That was my model in order. So, yeah, Sam Burns is one in the model for no surprise, but what he's been the last three weeks. But, yeah, he's playing amazing. He's hitting the ball great. He's putted poorly the last two events, which should regret regress back to the mean. But even though Bent is his worst surface, I still think he'll putt better. But, oh, let's go, White Sox. Immediately call it. Damn it. All right, yeah, sorry. Sam Burns, amazing. He's playing. He's hitting the ball better than ever right now. He just got to put it. But I don't see Sam Burns winning in this field. He's won in his career. What would he, what did he win? Valspar or some some event like that? And and uh, Sanderson. Like, yeah, he's amazing. He's a great player, but we have to we have to see him level up a little bit more before I can take him at 20 to 1, 22 to 1 in this elite field. So yeah, he was one of my model, but I'm gonna be passing on Sam Burns. Jordan is here. He said he wasn't going to play this fall swing, but he's here, I think, on some sponsors thing. Something with a sponsor makes him here. But this if this course is what I'm hearing, it could be where um, similar to the Detroit Golf Club, where you can drive it basically anywhere, and then it's just an approach and putting contest with big greens. Jordan definitely makes sense, but he didn't really model out for me at all. The only th he's just uh, absurd on bent grass, which is no surprise. It's Jordan Spieth, but yeah, besides that, I don't. This is his first event since the Ryder Cup. Who knows how much he really wants to be here? I mean, I'm not saying that's it's a, it's a good field, but. I'm not going to be able to get there on Sam Burns. A lot of guys on Louis uh, at 30 to 1, I think, on FanDuel. Won't be getting there on Louis, but he had a sneaky T14 last week. He didn't even putt it good. He could putt it good. I don't know if he's got minus 20 in him, though. 
But yeah, all right, I'll skip down to my next play. I gave Brooks a look at 35 on a local, but couldn't get there. Scotty, I don't know how the state of Scotty's game is right now because he was horrible last week. He had a really good putting day that gave him a good round, but he hit the ball horrible. My next play is Victor Hovland. Going back to Victor Hovland after last week I bet him, and he looked awesome on looked awesome on Thursday. He made a five on a par three on 17 on Thursday, and from there he was downhill. Um, he was second in my model, gained 10.7 strokes ball striking last week. Think about that. 10.7 strokes ball striking. Ball striking is off the tee and uh, approach. That is absurd. Why he didn't fare well in the tournament is he lost just about nine strokes around the green, which is maybe harder to do than gaining 10 ball striking. He lost almost nine strokes around the green. That was because of some really, really unlucky lies. Some, I mean, he's not the greatest around the green. We know that. It's been his thing um, his whole career, but... I can promise you guys he won't lose nine strokes to get around the green again. He doesn't have to gain 10 strokes ball striking again. He can hit 75% of that, gain upwards of seven, which would be awesome, and then maybe lose two around the green. He might win this tournament. He's a gainer on bent. He doesn't need to gain. He needs to be a zero on bent to be in contention. And, yeah, 28 to one, uh, gaining over 10 strokes ball striking. And let me bring up these uh, victor numbers real quick. Look at him from tee to green. I mean, um, off the tee and approach. These last, what, oh, 10 events? Green, 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 green. Last time he lost strokes approach was at the Masters. And since then, he's just, no one's hitting the ball as good as him right now in the whole world. Maybe, maybe Sam Burns. But look at all of this. He's just lighting it up, and we don't have numbers from the Open Championship, but he finished 12th there, gaining 7.8 strokes total. But look, he's he's a constant loser around the green, which is okay. He's that's fine. That's Victor. He's gonna lose around the green. He's not the best chipper. He can put if he can get to a zero, get back to his baseline on bent, which look 0.04. He's gonna be in big business this week, and at 28 to one, yeah. I'll take that. He might be he he's probably my favorite player this week. I mean, I'm a huge Victor fan. He's my favorite player this week. He's going to be my one and done. Cause uh, there's no one really else I can uh I really am saving him for. Um, yeah, he's fifth strokes gain off the tee. He's uh, needs to be a zero on bent. He played this is I listened to my friend Andy's podcast. Andy said that he played at well, he played at Oklahoma State and their home course is Carson Creek, which I already knew, but I didn't realize how how comparable it was. It's a Fazio 7,400-yards course, how comparable it was to this course, which, I mean, that's that's not a huge factor, but that's only a benefit. That's only a benefit to Victor's game and maybe the other Oklahoma State guys in the field. I know Gooch is popular, but I, uh, I'm not going to get on Gooch. I was on him last week. All right, let's move down the board a little bit. Cam Smith was popular. Sung J.M. obviously just won last week. And I said, I feel like he would be the most popular guy bet this week. 
if Matt Wolf stole that from him last week because of a near runner up, if that was the case, and the CJ uh, South Korea ties. But yeah, I, there's no, there's nothing that tells me that Sung Jae will do bad this week, even though it's, he's coming off a win and people don't like to bet people back to back off wins. Um, but yeah, he stayed in Vegas. Not like he had to go anywhere far. So he just got to do some media stuff and maybe he will have another nice finish from Sung Jae, which I would be happy to see. I'm not betting him, but we happy to see him play well. Abe answer. Abe answer lost in all four categories last week for one of the first times in his career. And which, yes, definitely fluky, but Abe answer when he's one and can, when he's, and when he's won and when he's been in contention, he shows when he's going to be in contention. He's gains, 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 then he pops. So I can't – I was thinking about getting back to him. I had him on my short list. I was thinking about getting back to Abe, but I, there's, I can't get get to him after he lost in all four categories last week. I'm sure he'll rebound, but we'll not be getting there with Abe. I really wanted to bet Hideki, but he hasn't done much since the Masters, really, truthfully. That's how it is. He hasn't done much. He's been here and there, but he's just up and down. All right, I'll move down to my uh, next play. Again, this is a short card this week. It's a five-man card. Not that short, but five-man. There he is. Before I get to it, I'll get the Coke Rack. Coke Rack 1 is a defending champion here, Vegas guy. He, um, on Cole Nose's podcast, he talked about how he's played here a bunch, and which I think he's going to do really well. But how often do people defend? Not often, and I don't. I I only have so much to spend, and you guys only have so much to spend. I golf betting is random. I need to be random, and I don't want to. You can't get. I don't want to get too analytical because the more analytical you get, and the more you follow what the numbers say, the numbers change every week. So you got to be ahead. Of, you got to be ahead of things. Coke Rack should perform very well. He modeled out for me a little bit, but. You, I'm I'm talk I'm speak I'm talking just outright I'm talking just outright winner I think he'll perform well if he I'm not a DFS guy at all but I think he'll he's probably a good DFS play and maybe a finishing position play but I'm just speaking outright right now I um think Kokrak will do well but I'm not going to be getting there with them next play is actually Mark Leishman which is maybe might be popular this week off of a second or a third and a fourth something like that the last two weeks um. His putter is abnormally hot. Seven strokes in the last two weeks, and that's not fluky. If you do that back-to-back weeks, seven strokes on the on the putting greens, that's saying something. Do I expect him to gain seven this week? No. Does he need to gain seven this week? No. If he, he gained – what is it? He gained last year 2.4 two, – last week, 2.44 strokes ball striking. If he can get that up to th- three or higher and – gain four four or five on the green because he that's how leishman does well he's gonna he's gonna put it he's gonna put it and not be great ball striking but if he can just hit that little little fade nothing too crazy play play from the fairway hit some greens he's gonna roll but some bomb putts and if he for the times he doesn't doesn't hit greens which he's gonna miss a lot he's amazing around the greens he's one of the best so that's why i like leishman this week he's really hot he's a great putter he, yeah, just riding the hot putter. I have him at 65 to one. I got it on a local. So I don't love it, but yeah, Leishman. Uh, oh, I got, I got, I, I like where you're going here. 
That's my next play, man. That is my next play. There he is, Joaquin Neiman, 55 to 1. I got him 60 to 1 on FanDuel. He was 11th in my model. He's sixth on bank uh, Bankgrass in the last in the last year, and he was amazing on these comp courses. He uh, Kasuma Gaseki, what was he finished? I think tenth at the Olympics. Let's look. Let me pull up his stuff. Hold on. Let's go to Joaquin Neiman. And especially if this is going to be. If this is going to be, I'm going to look at the comp courses, Wells Fargo and Olympics. Olympics. All right. It's awesome. These are awesome numbers. Look, he's playing, last two times he's played at the Wells Fargo, 38, 18th, gotten better each time, and 10th at the Olympics. Last week, he didn't have it. He lost, He lost. I think it was like 1.5 off the tee, which is very unlike me and because he is a very good off the tee. Look at these off the tee numbers, 14. And strokes gained putting 47, but look how good he is on bent. Hold on. I got to uh, go back. Filter tournaments. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Look how good he is on bent. That's his best surface by far. And if this is anything like Detroit Golf Club, where you can hit it anywhere you want, he went 72 holes bogey-free there. So, yeah, I was on Waco last week. I think he fixes that driver, which uh, let him was let him in trouble last week. And he's a great driver of the golf ball. I expect him to pick that back up. The driver is not something that I think about Joaquin Neiman hurting him from week to week. So if he can – he gained three strokes putting last week, which he doesn't have to do. That actually saved him a little bit from his horrible ball striking week. He can get back to a good ball striker. Doesn't have to gain three strokes putting. We'll be in business with Waco. Uh, my last play that since I spent so much on on uh, Shoffley, my last play is a bit of a bomb. So I'm gonna go down the betting board and see some other guys that I might have considered or like. I think I think Matt McNeely is a great play this week. Why do I think Matt McNeely is a great play? One, he's a member here. I'm not gonna get too deep into that. Everyone's talking about that. Why I really like Maverick McNeely here. Listen to this. Rory McIlroy was fourth in my model. And Rory McIlroy and Matt McNeely are objectively the same golfer. If you look at the, their numbers pretty deeply, pretty deeply, driver, putter, that's all they are. And if I had to, if I can do a head-to-head on Rory McIlroy and Matt McNeely matchup, I will. I will do that. Because I think Matt McNeely is, like I said, the same golfer as Rory, but just playing better golf than Rory McIlroy is at this point of their careers. Plus, it's his home course. He has the course record there. He's the only person to ever shoot a 61 there. So, yeah, he makes sense. But what got me off Maverick is he was the 11th most – I mean, not the 11th most. Like, the second most tip golfer so far. Like, I know it's only Tuesday, but he's going to be very popular played. And I just don't think we're – not, we're not going to get a community Maverick McNeely win. Like, we're just not going to. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you guys. But we're not going to get a Matt McNeely community win. I said at Fortinet when I bet him, and he almost he was leading for basically the whole tournament. I said we're going to get a Matt McNeely win when he is not when he's like in this great field. We're going to get a Matt McNeely win in like an alternate event or like someone somewhere on the fall swing. But not this field is really good. We're not going to get a Matt McNeely win community win at that in this field. 
All right, I'm going to move on. Aaron Wise, popular, hitting the ball really, really good right now, and he's figuring out his putter. Charlie Hoffman, I don't know what you what you are anymore. I bet you too much. Russ Henley modeled out for me a little bit, but he's horrible on bent, and he's going to have 10 feet for birdie every time, and he's going to miss them all. Um, crazy number on Pat Reed. I know you saw that already. Taylor Goods hitting the ball well. Uh, like I said, Oklahoma State guy. This might be peak Gooch week. I know uh, Rob will be on Gooch, and maybe my friend Andy will be on Gooch. I'm just going to scroll down just to see anyone else that's Ricky Fowler, Oklahoma State guy. He's not playing good, though. Wow, I really – okay, here's my here's my last play. My last play is Keith Mitchell. He's 250 on DraftKings. I got him at 320 on uh, FanDuel. Why, why do I like Keith Mitchell? I don't like Keith Mitchell. I don't think I don't love Keith Mitchell. What I, why I bet him was because he he filled my card. I spent zero point one units on him, which is literally five dollars, literally five dollars. Filled the card, but he's eleventh off the tee and on the PGA Tour last season or in his career, he can make birdies at will. Twice in the last like two months of the season, he late made literally seven birdies in a row, like like literally seven in a row, um and. His last three starts at Quail Hollow, which is a nice comp course, are 34th, 8th, and 3rd. I'm not overthinking it. I had I had 0.1 units left to spend. I saw Keith Mitchell that that low. I bet him. If it, if this is anything like Quail, then yeah, why won't he do well? And he can make birdies. It's not overthinking of it. Keith Mitchell is my final play. So I'm gonna uh, round out my card for you real quick. Sanders Shoffley, 14 to 1. Victor Hoblin, 28 to 1. Waco, 60 to 1. I love you, Waco. I love also love you, Victor. Mark Leishman, 65 to 1. And then Keith Mitchell, 320 to 1. That is the betting card. I will release it tomorrow sometime so you guys can see it on Twitter. Any questions, feel free to DM me. I know this is quick. I just wanted to break it down real quick. Um, yeah, good luck to everyone this week. Let's cash a, another winner.